Hi, Liana. Hello. I'm so excited that we're doing this, having this chat because, um, yeah, I feel like we had such a connection at the Slackline event and then we talk, 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 but there's so much for us to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scratch the surface. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah, totally. And I think too, it was just such an eye-opening experience of, um, yeah, there's so much healing that has been happening with myself and then to be able to connect with someone else that has been going through similar things. It was very powerful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm very honored to be speaking here and very, very excited. And yeah. yeah. Okay. So since we are um, being recorded and we're going to share this for, for other people to connect with, um, to hopefully have that same experience that we were able to have together of connecting yes. with each other over the similarities that we're going through so that other people can can see that if they don't have it in other places in their life like that's my intent for this yeah so let's yeah. just give like a little background so um yeah i hosted a slackline event and adriana or uh adrian sorry i'm like combining your names there <laughs> <laughs> um, knew you and invited you and mm -hmm. you were kind of on the fence about coming came I want to hear about your yes. experience with that but in short we had an incredible slackline session and um, had a lot of connection Liana is a chiropractor which I want you to tell us all about that and um, yeah there's just a lot of richness and um, I think collaboration and healing going forward so if you yeah. want to, um, that's kind of a little how we met. If you want to tell, yeah. if you want to speak to um, what maybe what going into that experience was like and uh, start there. Yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, I met Adrienne at Trilogy Sanctuary. We were doing an aerial yoga class. Um, what she didn't know was that I was going through a very, 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 very tough time. Um, and it was a lot to do with trusting and like trusting myself. And so the aerial yoga really um, put me into a position where I needed to trust. Otherwise, you know, like I had this thing come up of like, oh my gosh, I'm laying in the air in this ribbon. <laughs> right? What if this breaks, you know? And so it was this like, inner trust of like, I'm going to be okay and calming down my nervous system, calming down all of those fears that were coming up. And so I met her and didn't really know where it would go until, you know, she offered this event. And I was like, um, I've never done that. I feel like it will push me out of my comfort zone. Um, but I was like, I don't know, like, is this really for me? Like, but I committed to it, so I'm going. <laughs> so I showed up, um, again, had no idea. I'm so thankful that you were like instructor and leading that because it was very powerful. Um, and then just to actually experience what it felt like to connect with my body again in such a different way and to have that strength and um, having someone guide me through what was coming up during that process. So again, almost like that trusting, like, can I do this? Can I not do this? Can I do this? Can I not do this? Like, I know I can do it. So like, what, where's the blockage at? And so it was such an amazing experience to have someone walk me through 
um, okay, like what, what was going on? And it was pretty eye-opening that, you know, the mantra that I kept saying or that we worked on was, you know, I love myself. I love myself. And it was still to this day, having that feeling of that powerful, even just standing up on the line on one foot and balancing and repeating that mantra. Um, I utilize that throughout, you know, my day in multiple different ways now, just to know, like, that's the, the strength I want to carry with me. And then utilizing that mantra with it is super powerful. So having that experience really, you know, ingrained into my nervous system was very powerful. And it still is utilized, you know, throughout my day. And when things get challenging, or I'm like, can I do it? Can I not do it? Can I do it? Can I not do it? You know, going between these two things, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, yes, I can, like, you know, feeling that power that was going through my leg all the way up and, you know, through my spine and then out of my body, it was like, yeah, I can do this. Like it is totally possible. So, and again, like I, (laughs) the experience and then also just watching Adrienne do her session too, like her slacklining experience and just what was coming up for her and how you can relate to that, even though it's not, you know, traumas um you know going through different traumas are very different for each person but there's so much connection you can have with you know the various different traumas just because it's all this like sympathetic overdrive state that you know we just know that that's not where healing really occurs at so yeah wow that is (laughs) you you gave such a, a beautiful, I feel like synopsis of that, the essence of what I intend to bring to the line, what the line has brought yeah. to me and what I want to share with other people and um, the power of doing it in in community. Like I think one-on-one or, or individual sessions are great. Like I go out on the slack line and I, I can get these things because I've um, because I, I, I've spent time with the line, but having yeah. someone there to like be a mirror, just like with anything, I think whether it's slack yes. line or anything, when you're in a, an environment of wanting to learn and progress to like have someone there, someone who kind of knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like that's the power yes. of anyone who's a teacher or a healer or a guide. Yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. gives us or I mean, you know, a doctor can give you a, a shot, right? <laughs> or, a, or a medicine, uh-huh. but nobody, yes. like when it comes to, and you as a chiropractor can give an adjustment, right? But yes, the deeper yep. stuff, that realignment yeah. of that feeling in our body, that knowing that you talked about mm-hmm. of being able to recall yeah. that experience, to have that mantra, to feel it mm-hmm. in the body, like that's totally yeah. an inside job. I, you know, someone can guide that, but Uh it has to, it's about our experience and with the different Mm -hmm. traumas, they're just different experiences, but the, the trauma is stored in the body in all of us. So we don't need to even know what the thing is or what happened, just seeing someone else work through that and then have that feeling like can prompt so much reflection in us about our experience um I think it's so powerful and I'm really excited to know 
Um, and honestly, I was a little intimidated with leading you through <laughs> guiding, guiding you through this because I've never, uh-huh. you know, about the nervous system, you know, about alignment, yeah. you have, uh-huh. you know, about the body, you're a doctor, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. Um, yes. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it was, uh, to, to see how, how this would work for you. And also then to, I'm really excited to get your reflection on it from, that more scientific point of view, because what I'm doing is, you know, nobody coached me through it. I don't know anyone else coaching Uh using this modality. Um, And I, I don't, I know some of the science behind it. Like I've done um, some nervous system learning through Irene Lyon and and all of that, Mm -hmm. but I'm not a doctor. I'm just a person yeah. who's unraveling and figuring it out and really wants to know. So yeah. <laughs> can you share a little bit about that? And and I also just want to yeah. say that it was so exciting that session with you and Adrian <laughs> and the shifts that happened for both of you yes. were so yeah. profound. So profound. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, back to that session. So just to give everyone a little like background, I only stood up on my right leg. And it was really interesting because I shared with you guys that night, like there was physical changes that I saw in that leg as well. Just having that connection again um, was so powerful and I didn't see it on the left leg. So I'm like, I need to get back on and <laughs> make sure I do my left leg. Cause then I'm, you know, walking around unbalanced, but yeah, I mean, pulling it back to like the nervous system, um, the way that I really like view the human body, because we have, you know, many different systems. We have the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, digestive system, all these different different systems ultimately working together or trying to work together to bring us to more of a balanced or homeostatic state. So then we're able to flow or be able to adapt to external environments as well as internal environments. And so the way that I view the human body is more, and this is more of a philosophical background is, you know, we have this nervous system, this electrical system, and then we have the body, which is comprised mainly of fluid. And so again, when this nervous system is vibrating at a certain frequency, so does the body. It, it, it goes back and forth between the two. And so again, when you're experienced, say you've had, you know, a physical trauma, emotional, sexual, um, chemical, or some kind of disease or dysfunction happening within the body, the nervous system is trying to adapt to all of that as quick as it can. But sometimes it's so much, it's so overloaded into our system, it throws us into a sympathetic dominant state. And when we're in that sympathetic dominant state, we're not really truly present we're not able to be in that present moment and experiencing fully what that is because we're always just trying to run away you're in the sympathetic like survival like get out of it get out of it get out of it Mm -hmm. and so with the slacklining experience how I like correlate it to the nervous system is really you're able to be you have to be completely present if you Mm -hmm. want to stand up you have to be completely present if you want to take a few steps or if you want to balance. And so for me, it was like, whoa, like you, you really, you really have to shift into that parasympathetic or more into a parasympathetic resting, healing, digesting state 
where you have to be completely present to do it. And so I think that's where it becomes, you know, from something that seems fun into a healing modality is the fact that you're able to, you know, shift your whole entire system. You're, you're able to shift your whole entire body, your whole entire nervous system. And you have to, if you want to, you know, partake in the activity. (laughs) And so, you know, to be completely present and then having a mantra and then having that experience, it helps rewire these different patterns within the brain and within the nervous system. And then if you're, you know, for me, it was really like trusting, like, can I do this? You know, a blockage, you know, blockages will come up and then it's like, okay, well, you know, how do we become more present with that blockage to release it? And ultimately that's also what a lot of different healing modalities do, especially like chiropractic is, you know, an adjustment is really releasing different blockages or different tension within the spinal column. And so again, it's this um, really this dynamic and it's happening so fast within your nervous system, but it's this dynamic play of shifting you out of the sympathetic fight or flight, you know, run, leave the trauma and then you have to be with it and right. process it and then overcome it too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it was a powerful experience. Yeah. Thank you for that explanation. I have some questions about that. Um, yeah. From, yeah. You know, you talked about it's happening so fast. And so mm-hmm. it's happening so fast that most of us aren't aware of it. We're not aware mm-hmm. of the different states that our nervous system might be in. And yeah. um, I don't know if we want to dive into like a full nervous system lesson here. Maybe I'll take some time <laughs> to provide some links so that people can go and understand. Um, but there's like, you know, like the basics that rest and digest. And then there's that fight flight. And so much mm-hmm. of us are like in that every day, the survival and don't mm-hmm. even know it. So this awareness of like where we're at in that moment, I think is so important on the slack line. And that's really, I think before we even step onto the line, something that I try to, to call in to awareness, Mm -hmm. because what I've seen is that people just want to like, I'm just going to get up and walk. I'm just going to get up and walk. And then then they get up and I'm going to go because I just want to go. I don't want to like stand here and be here. And then yeah. feel because those blockages that you, you speak about, that's, that's a question I have is, um, yeah. you said blockages in the spinal column, that is what mm-hmm. chiropractic addresses. And then this, having those blockages come up while we're on the mm-hmm. line, what, like, what are those blockages? Do you have a way of like talking about mm-hmm. that? You know, I'm, I've read mm-hmm. like the body keeps the score, Peter Levine's work. I don't know if you're familiar with those or yeah. um, what it is from your like training background and maybe even giving a little uh, bit of a, what is chiropractic? Sorry. I know that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. So like, um, you know, the spinal con- like this, the spine is really the foundation of our whole entire system. It houses the most important system, at least in my eyes, is the nervous system, the brain, and um, you know the the rest of the spine that comes out of it, the um, nerves and everything. And so, with that, it it truly is this complex thing that's happening. And you know, everything in our internal environment is processed through that. 
everything from our, our external environment is processed through that. Everything from our inter internal environment is processed through that. And so again, it's just this, the spine, the chiropractor focuses on, you know, that whole entire system. And so for me, um, I like to focus on the very, very top of the spine and the very, very bottom of the spine. And the reason for that is that is where more of the parasympathetic um, happening is going on at where more of the sympathetic is the in between part. And so if we're able to, you know, make an adjustment at the top or the bottom, then we're able to more activate this parasympathetic and allow that person to come out of a sympathetic overdrive. And so again, it just takes more time, but ultimately the blockages can be from anything really. It can be from the internal environment. So say the stomach, there's something, there's some inflammation going on, maybe because of food or chemicals, and that is causing a lot of tension. It's causing a lot of inflammation in that area. Well, the body starts to change and starts to mold because it's mainly fluid. So it will start to move and change to adapt to that environment. Well, the rest of the body starts to go with it as well. And so then it starts to create this, you know, tension or torque within the physical body. And then if you get up to thoughts and emotions, well, all of the tissues hold different thoughts and emotions. Um, in Chinese medicine, it's talked about how different, you know, muscles or ligaments are correlated or different organs are correlated with different um, emotions or thoughts too. And so again, that when that's processed, say you have someone that's, um, angry, like a lot of anger, the liver starts to compensate and adapt to that thought or emotion. And so again, it's starting to adapt. Um, and it's trying to ultimately keep us alive. And so what it's doing is it's starting to cause a lot of tension inflammation in that area. Well, and then it for me, it shows up in the spine, because all of the tissues are working together. And so then I can tell, okay, well, you know, in this part of the spine, there's so much tension, it's not moving, the spine is just not moving properly. And then starting to go out, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, like they've had this, this and this. Well, it's definitely correlated. But for me, I'm like, okay, I want to alleviate any kind of pain, or at least get their system out of the sympathetic overdrive to get into more of a resting, healing, easeful state. So I don't know if that necessarily answered um, you know, the question and then truly, you know, what is chiropractic? That's actually a question that I feel like a lot of people ask. And, um, even in our profession, it's kind of back and forth. Like what, what is chiropractic? Do we do exercises? Do we adjust? Do we do both? Do we do nutritional counseling? Do we work with this population or do we work with this population? And I think overall it's this encompassing of really focusing on the spine as the core foundation of the system. And then looking at the nervous system as being um, the facilitator of how this spine is moving. And so ultimately addressing, you know, the areas that are showing blockages or less movement within the spine and understanding why, why is that? Is it biomechanical? Is it from a physical trauma? Is it more of an emotional um, thought process? Is it from chemical stressors from the external environment? Is it, you know, chemical stressors on the internal environment? So there's so much that goes into it, but it's ultimately a chiropractor focuses and addresses the spine and the nervous system um, in trying to help alleviate 
or pull this person into more of a parasympathetic resting, healing, digesting state. So they're able to adapt better to the external environment and the internal environment. So that was a lot too. (laughs) But I think it's so important. It's just so important because You know, I feel like chiropractors kind of get a, a, they've got a bit of a reputation, you know? Yes. Uh um, Same with certain like healing modalities, other modalities, even acupuncture, because people don't really understand the importance of the nervous system. I know I didn't. There were years ago when I started on my health journey, I had a Pilates instructor who tried to like track my eyes and get me to like do these Uh head rolling things and watch the way I walked. And I was like, I just want to get skinny and (laughs) do these other exercises. Like this is pointless. Uh And it was just, I didn't understand. And gosh, I kind of look back and I'm like, if only I had, and if only someone would have educated me if and maybe she tried and because you know you have to feel like we have to be open and ready to receive information and when we're in a state of pure like survival and thinking about the world as being a certain way and just expecting it to be a certain way it is hard Mm -hmm. to learn um having a nervous system in that calm and open state I think yes. is really important for taking in new information because when we're in survival, yes. it's just like the expectation of threat, right? Like yes. We're, yes. we're more focused on the external threats and more disconnected even from feeling internally what's happening. Yeah. That's been my experience yes. from what I understand how the, like how it works. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. So having this awareness of like, wow, we've got this nervous system and it affects our tissues and our tissues affect it, which is something I wanted to ask you about. You brought up Chinese medicine, which is was like really what for me unlocked my healing. And it's when I look back, Mm. it's kind of crazy. And I want to be more intentional with the word crazy. And for <laughs> I'm gonna do a little. I love that. Yes. Okay. For anyone else, yeah. like, oh, maybe this sounds crazy, or I don't want to sound. <laughs> You're probably right. Like there's something. Yeah. <laughs> when I go there, I'm like, no, I'm probably on to something. It only seems crazy because mm-hmm. it's so different from the program that I have been running. Yes. On, you know. Yes. So, I was a Chinese studies major. I didn't know why. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I wanted to be a doctor, and then I wanted uh-huh. to be an oncologist when I was a kid. I used to read books wow. about kids with cancer. Oh yeah. Gosh. And then wow. I was med. Didn't work out. Moved to California, and uh-huh. worked, and then ended up studying Chinese studies. I didn't know why. Yeah. And then what uh-huh. unlocked my healing was traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. Wow. And yes. now it really forms my my view of the world, the whole duality and the Tao and, and how everything affects everything. So I really am getting back to a point here, tying it into what you said about the spine, the nervous system, and then the tissues affecting it. And in Chinese medicine, there's like this holistic perspective, like, well, you can't just treat one thing without understanding the influence of the other parts which you alluded to too, about the chemical influences, all of these things. So as a chiropractor, 
who, you know, in my experience with other chiropractors that I've been to, it's been, I go in, they look at the structure, da, 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 crack, crack, crack. Uh-huh. There you go. And so mm-hmm. after a car accident that I had and some surgeries, I was seeing chiropractor all the time. I was seeing a massage mm-hmm. therapist all the time, but nothing was like really happening. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think it was too much for my system. And it was really yes. just kind of like pushing things. Like I kind of think of it this yes. way, like, you just go back into place. You just go back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I don't feel safe. Hey, there are some yes. other things emotionally going on that those emotional yes. are still there, even though you're putting the physical yes. pieces back together. And so those emotions yes. just like pull it out again. So how yes. do you from where from, from what you're doing and how you treat, how do you take all yeah. that into account? That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, it's, it's so interesting because again, going through my own journey with chiropractic ultimately started when I was 16 because of a sports injury. Um, and just having pretty much every type of chiropractic that I I've had it, (laughs) I've had it all. And I think for me, um, you know, some things really resonate with different systems with different people. And again, it's all, yeah, back to that, like, um, way of looking at different things. And I, you know, a lot of older models in chiropractic, it was more of this, like shifting this bone or moving this bone. And that still is very prevalent for a lot of different people, depending on what their system is presenting with. Um, If it is more of an acute trauma, we do need to address it very differently than if it's more of this chronic ongoing nervous system, sympathetic overdrive that's been going on for years. That's very different than someone that just had a car accident or that had a sports injury. And so to understand really like, what is this whole entire person? So like, yeah, holistic perspective, what is this whole person presenting with? Um, For me, I love starting with you know, a health history. So going over a bunch of different questions and really just trying to understand your life. Mm-hmm. So what, what does your life, what does your nervous system take in and put out every single day? And then what has it encompassed, you know, over a lifetime and that it can seem like a lot, which it is, but it's also just deciphering. Okay. Like what, what is being processed right now? What it, yeah. What is showing up right now? Like, is this person, Um, more of in this like survival mode where they don't feel safe Well, addressing that first to move them out of that. Um, And then just utilizing different techniques that are more attuned to your nervous system. So really understanding that when you show up on that day, your adjustment should and may look very different than the last adjustment because you're adapting and you're changing. So to allow that to just happen and allow whatever comes up, comes up on that day, because your day, even though you're going about your day very similarly, there's a lot of changes still occurring. And so for me, it's taking in a health history, understanding like, what are you, what are you expressing to me to the best of your ability of what you're experiencing? And then what am I seeing on the physical end? Um, what am I seeing, you know, where are these blockages at within the spine today? Um, because again, they will shift and they will change. And then for me really addressing it from either 
the very, very top or the very, very bottom. And then sometimes if that person does need an adjustment within the middle, then making that adjustment as well. But really understanding that it's going to be attuned to whatever your system presents with that day. So it's necessarily not, yeah, this like bone over here, put it back into place type of thing. Because with my experience too, that, um, that could be doing more harm to the body and to the system. Um, again, your body is very responsive. So if we are doing an adjustment at a place that your body doesn't want that or does not want to receive that, then it will have more of like a, oh my gosh, no, don't, don't do this. Mm -hmm. And then it has this like back off um, type of resistance. There's a resistance that comes into play. So it's really understanding where's your system at? What are you expressing to me? And then where should we make these adjustments based off of all of that information? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that's so cool. That's so important, I think, to understand that it's always different. Thank you for, yes. for I feel like, really communicating that point that it, it's, it's different. And sometimes, too, I think where we feel the pain may not be where the where the attention needs to be, which is kind of related yes. to like what you said, maybe about like, yeah, something could be off or whatever, but you're going to work somewhere else and it's all connected. So I'm curious yes. about that with, you know, you treat the top of the spine and the bottom of the spine and something that I've noticed as I've been um, experiencing somatic experiencing um, touch work, touch therapy mm -hmm. is that they also tend to work top of the spine and like bottom of the spine more like kidney adrenals area um yes. but it's usually like they start they start at the base and then of either side um yeah. rather than usually in the middle and as i've progressed through my sessions now we're kind of addressing some more of those things but um it's all connected so i like irene yes. lyon usually says um like tension in the systems, tension in the system. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> can, you, <Yep. laughs> can you talk a little bit about that? Sorry, I forgot to silence my phone. So I'm going to do that now. Um, <laughs> in. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, tension in the system is complete. Yeah. Tension in the yeah. system. And, um, and that's, that's, yeah, very simple. And that's it. That's really what, you know, again, this person, if they're presenting with more tension or their, their nervous system is in more of a sympathetic state, it's going to show up within the spine. It's going to show up within their posture. It's going to show up within their tissues. And so again, harnessing the two areas of the spine that allow and stimulate this parasympathetic will allow that system to come out of that sympathetic overdrive. So again, if someone comes in and they're, they're very much at ease, their system is not vibrating and really frazzled is a good word that I would describe it, then they may, need, they may not need as much adjustments or they may not even need an adjustment. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's really attuning to where is their system at on that day? Mm -hmm. um, and so again, yeah, those two areas of the spine are really harnessing, you know, the parasympathetic nervous system. It's a different type of stimulation to the brain and to the spinal cord and then also to the nerves. So, mm. yeah. 
Um, gosh, I have like so many questions in my head. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. But um, yeah. the I'm curious about the glands that are related to those areas. Um, yes. You know, and and how that works because you said you know different different organs affect those areas <clears throat> and if there is <clears throat> excuse me just if you find any significance in that or if that's something that is is taught to to chiropractors or and, and yeah so did you what kind of is there a name for the type of chiropractic that you practice or is it all the same because you said you've had every kind of chiropractic yeah so there's different techniques so there's there's I don't know like over I think like 100 to 200 different techniques and it just keeps growing with I think as our profession evolves as people develop new different techniques as we evolve as humans like everything just starts to change and so um you know through the, my course of care, there's just m- multiple different techniques. Okay. Um, for myself, I utilize multiple different techniques throughout the whole entire thing too. So it's it's not necessarily like one um, fits all for me. And then it's not one fits all for my patients either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the glands and the tissues and the organs. So again, when you look at the physical body, like say, we'll go back to the stomach. So if the stomach is having a lot of inflammation and tension, it will start to show up in the mid um, upper back. And not only because that part of the body is starting to show tension and twisting and torquing. So you see it in the spine. Um, However, when that occurs, it will affect the rest of the system because it's just trying to adapt. So if there's a lot of tension within that area, the upper part of the body and the lower part of the body will start to shift and change based off of wherever that tension is at. And so again, yeah, like you could be experiencing low back pain, um, which ultimately your conscious mind is like, there's something going on. There's some inflammation here. Um, now, whether or not that was an acute or a chronic thing, maybe based off of what's going on, but that could be dealing with, is it, you know, is it a muscle that's inflamed? Is it, you know, closer to the spine? Is it coming from your hips? Is it coming from one of the organs within the lower part of the body? Or is it coming from some kind of tension or distortion or dysfunction on the upper part? And now it's just manifesting down on the lower part of the body. And so that's why I think it's so crucial for um, a lot of healing modalities to take in the whole entire person, because it could be, um, you know, coming from multiple areas. And again, nothing's disconnected. <laughs> it's all connected. Right. So if there is different areas that are showing different tension, then it could be coming from, you know, that one area or multiple areas. So our bodies are so amazing, so complex. I know. <laughs> that all of that tension to frame mm. all of that tension and all that pain is really the body trying to survive. Like yes. it is 
just trying to keep us alive. It doesn't, it's not yeah. against us. It's, it's no. really for us. And I used to hate yes. spiritual people would tell me like <laughs> for you. And that's not even yes. what it, I, I think what that means, like, yes, there are situations that happen for us. Yes. There are pains and illnesses that come about and they are for us in some way, but like initially there are bodies protective survival response pain our emotional pain too it's all just because it want has a message and it's trying to say like yes (laughs) like yes and I'm grateful that there are people who understand this and can help us Mm -hmm. and I think that it's such a disservice that most of us rely on on purely western allopathic medicine because mm-hmm. i don't feel like when i walk into my western doctor's office that they get any of this if i think if i had i probably would have been diagnosed sooner all the low back yeah. pain i had for years you know it was just mm-hmm. oh, you've got low back mm-hmm. pain you must be sitting wrong my acupuncturist mm-hmm. that i had you know recognize the organs. Oh, you, you need to release your anger. You need to find forgiveness. Yeah. All the stuff that I'm working on, that's what all this unraveling yes. is. <laughs> um, you know, but that unraveling is so important. That understanding of the emotional aspect that we aren't just these physical bodies um, is yeah. so important. And that you are able to address this from a from all sides, but working subtly through the physical, I think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm touching my back right now because I'm like, (laughs) that's something going on here. I gosh, we don't need to but maybe I should schedule. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it's I mean it's our body again, yeah, it has this innate intelligence in it that knows exactly what to do at the exact right time. Sometimes we don't like it because it is painful, um, but it's it's doing to help us survive. So then we can thrive. So we can actually start to live this higher evolution, evolutionized life that we want to live. Um, but it really comes down to this basic of, you know, if you break, if you break your arm or if you have a cut, like it knows what to do, um, even all the way up to a very complex case of you know, cancer and such like that. Um, now, do you need more people on that boat to help you? Yes. Um, do you need Western and Eastern for that? Yes. You need more of it. Um, but again, the body knows exactly what to do if you put it, if you allow it to have this guidance, if you allow it to have um, these different areas come in and help guide you along that path. Um, and I think for me, that was really a huge point of why I even got into chiropractic was more the philosophical background was really understanding the innate intelligence and how powerful that is and how a lot of these healing modalities, even slacklining really harnesses that life force, that innate intelligence that's allowing us to get into these healing states. Um, I actually have been reading the, well, I've read it multiple times, but the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, and it was so funny the other night it fell off my nightstand and I intuitively opened to different pages. And it was again, talking about how, you know, the illness is really like us. It really is, 
dealing with us, our emotions and what, what our systems are processing and then how we, yeah, how we're perceiving it too, you know, how we're perceiving it. Cause a lot of times we're like, oh my gosh, no, like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like, you know, be with this illness or like, why did this happen to me or all these different things when in, we can take it. And what it says in this book is we can take that suffering and turn it into consciousness. We can take that suffering and turn it into something that is going to benefit us. And I think that's also part of the healing journey is just really understanding that, um, it's all there and the unraveling, like you said, it's just to allow all of that to kind of open up and open up our eyes to really the amazing thing that we have that we carry with us every day, which is our body and our mind and um, ultimately our spirits. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so incredible. I, I 100% um, agree there with like, even though the pain has, it, it is us. The disease is mm. us. Um, I talked about this with Amy of Starling. She's a fellow pan appendix cancer survivor. She's had cancer mm. three different times. And she's also an oh. artist who has this beautiful way of making meaning of things. And mm. that's something that's really important to me. In my journey of health, I'm realizing is how much of it is me like this cancer that I had mm. was a, like a neglect of myself and yes. not it was like my creativity wanting to come through it when mm. I was diagnosed and people were like fuck cancer if we're gonna beat this you're gonna fight it and it was yes. like yes I'm going to fight I'm going yes. to like I'm going to overcome but I'm not going yes. to and even that overcome, like I'm going to live, yes. I'm going to be okay. Yes. But something struck yes. me not quite right with this aggression energy towards yes. it because I'm like, yes. no, those are still my yes. <laughs> yes. body. Maybe like totally out of order right now. Yes. They're just, I, yes. I saw someone on Instagram write this. There's just some cells in chaos. And I like that idea yes. of looking at it in this more, I feel this way a little bit about trauma too. And so saying trauma, mm -hmm. this trauma. It's like, yes. I had this experience and this experience yes. caused my nervous system to come in this way, which caused these other systems to do these things. And ultimately yes. I think that is like the process that manifested mm -hmm. my cancer, you know, that yes. brought me to this place where my body was like, I can't anymore. <laughs> I can't. Yes. And so the cells uh -huh. were just like, we're going to do whatever because there's no control. There's no yes. order. And now yes. understanding that, seeing that, seeing that this energy of expression that I have within me needs to go somewhere that I need mm -hmm. to let the life force energy flow instead of stagnate. Um, yes. I can harness that. So that illness yes. allows me to harness that life force energy, which comes alive through me on the slack line. Yes. <laughs> you know, I feel it on the slack line. Whereas mm -hmm. because I've lived in such a survival state for most of my life, I don't, I'm getting better at, because I'm practicing, feeling yeah. it right now, being here yes. right now in the conversation with you, not, yes. you know, maybe getting like, yeah, I, 
have to be somewhat activated to be uh maybe I don't but you know you, when we're in conversation yes. you get activated we're not just like totally uh-huh. out. It's not <laughs> yeah. the same as like yes before when I would go through life and be like really nervous you know you can yeah. the posture even now they're uh-huh. slow kind of like when I get on the slack ride yes. and I can yes. just flowing with it and so there's that yeah oh it feels so good yes I know I'm like yeah uh-huh. sometimes when I sit on zoom I'm like I know yes <laughs> And I think that's something too that I've been, you know, playing around with is like in that doctorate role. It's like, okay, authoritative, but like, where can I like find fun in this? Like where, yeah, how can I move and flow through all of this? And it was so fascinating on the slack line, even for me, I'm like, okay, stand really straight. And you're like, you know, like move your arms around. Like, why are they like, (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's this like control thing. And it's like, wow, can we just like allow ourselves to just be in the moment and just flow with it and be in that, you know, easeful state. And it's, it's so powerful when you're in that too, when you're experiencing that. And then when you can harness that throughout your day, I mean, like just, I feel like magic happens. (laughs) It's just like amazing. Like what happens? I'm like feeling the magic right now. (laughs) yeah do you mind if I share just a little bit about what it was like to observe your experience on the slack line yeah go ahead okay so you you came in and you were excited about it and like yes talked about thinking about jumping out of a plane and we had this whole conversation about (laughs) how that feels good but then like maybe isn't the best for us when it comes to regulation and then you have such a beautiful like posture you stand straight (laughs) are elegant but you were so like determined I feel like to get on that line and like okay like I can do it and it was very like this and so the line gives so much back. Like there's so much, that tension has to be able to be absorbed somewhere. So when we're stiff like this, the line can't, the line's like just hitting us and hitting the stiffness and throwing us off. And I feel like that's actually like life. We're taught to sit. (laughs) But if we're doing that, there's always stuff coming in at us yeah. there's always a feedback a relationship to something the ground yeah. air, our emotions and yes. you have to be able to feel it and move with it and the things yes. feel I think are areas that have something in them that need to move so like if I'm sitting here I start mm-hmm. to feel something in my mid back just a simple like little like this kind of like okay mm-hmm. good. I'm in alignment now yeah. you know yeah but what we do is sit and hold it breathe yes. it, tense up yeah hinder the flow yeah. hinder the flow hinder the flow yes yes <laughs> I'm really I don't feel good I need to spend days <laughs> in bed you know yes and I'm just taking it like that moment by moment 
which is on the slack line. And so back to witnessing you through it, you like had this moment where we spent some time with your body. There was some relief and you dropped in, you stepped up and you just took like that moment by moment, little letting go of like the armor. And it was like, Yes. (laughs) yes, shift of just like, yeah, like I can even see like yes. living it right now with that. Yes. I'm like, yes. And it was yeah. cool to see the body just do that. Yes. The body and then the, the brain registering it, like our consciousness yeah. registering that shift. Yes. Whether it yeah. knows the reasons why or not, or what happened or what released, it knows that it feels something good that joy that yes yeah yeah and I think too like throughout my life I've been school go 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 like always on this more masculine overdrive energy and so not allowing that feminine energy to come through all the way and just flow and just be and so for me to experience that it was like wow okay yeah like I don't need to have this like perfect posture I don't need to have this um you know doctorate or authoritative or this masculine energy holding me up all the time like I can allow myself to just be and flow within the feminine and the masculine energy I can allow that to just happen and again the slack line it's like for me, I was like, yeah, very determined. Like, I want to do this. Like, I want to take a step. I want to stand on it. But then I'm like, wait, like, I need to slow down. Like, I need to just allow it to be and allow, again, that tension and that um, the slack, you know, to give and take because it's not, it's not rigid. And again, I was a gymnast. And so a balance beam was like my equivalent to that experience where the balance beam is hard and rigid. And so it's always there. And so it's like, it was a very, very different experience to have something that was moving and you had a balance too. So it was like complete fluidity. You have to be in complete fluidity to do that. And, and then when I was able to balance, yeah, that like, yes, I did it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and again, it's, Go ahead. it was, yeah, it was just like such a powerful experience and like comparative to like yeah jumping out of an airplane I was like whoa that would definitely like shock my system um but also to the point where I maybe wouldn't be able to even breathe which is the complete opposite of what I was looking for or what I really wanted I wanted that breath to, to allow me to just flow and breathe within life ultimately yeah so yeah yeah that <laughs> Um, that feeling of wanting that stimulation of like jumping out of a plane, I think, um, I know for me, because I lived in like that similar state, like you said, different experience, but similar state of like, you're supposed to do this and you do that. And I was an overachiever until I just, and I, but it was still go, 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 you know, and being, I was really, kind of numb numb and Mm -hmm. numbing and and I kept numbing because I didn't want to feel things so then when I did want to feel things big things to feel 
So yes. jumping out of a plane or having some kind of risky excitement that yeah that life force energy going instead Moon, of really yes. like touching that life force energy where mm-hmm. it is the most magical in that yes. relationship which is like I just see the Tao I just see this flow yeah. this give and this yes. take and the one thing and the other and it's it's meant yes. to be this it's not meant to be feeling dominated or to be dominating it's that yes way and then that when I step on the line and when I get in that I feel like I'm truly experiencing myself in all ways and always sometimes it's in and I am powerful and I can do this Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like fuck I am really (laughs) just like not with myself today I'm just not like there's something and then mm-hmm. learning for me to be with that and feel that, then yes. back into this relationship. And the line has this way of showing it to yes. me. I've experienced with it earlier this week. It's been a rough couple of weeks. And yes. I went out and I, I set up my one inch, which I haven't, you'll try it one of these days. Yes. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's bigger. It's taller. It has more slack. And I was just oh, man. struggling. <laughs> And then I had this, I had this head shift first and I walked up to Mm -hmm. the line and I breathed and I stepped on and I did it before I knew it. I was like hooping on one hand and it's like, just one little shift can reset the system so potently that what seems so impossible becomes like there, there for us, there all the time you know yeah. um, yes just like is said and like manifesting it's like it's it's there um, yes I don't know. yeah I, I get so excited yeah. about this stuff that's like I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore yes <laughs> I know I'm like oh let's go slacklining today like <laughs> I'm like I need this again um and I I think too what was really eye-opening for me um was Adrian's experience as well with different shifts that she was having and how it manifested into the physical body and how, you know, again, like with chiropractic, it's like we make a different adjustments. We may hear cavitation or not have a cavitation depending on everything. But again, these shifts, they're so. Just stop and ask cavitation. What does that mean? Oh, so like when you make it, yeah. When there's an adjustment and then you hear like that popping sound Oh yeah. Or, that's like a cavitation. Um, yeah. And I guess chiropractic terms. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And so again, like these, but again, that's just a really big shift. And again, like when you say this potent shift, it's like, you don't even need to have like, yeah, these big ones, they can be so subtle that it makes, that's exactly what, yeah, your system needed on that day. And like, for me, it was just, that realignment, that like reconnection to my body. Ultimately, it was like, I felt disconnected because of the trauma that I've had. It's like, I've been trying to escape my body because I don't want to be there anymore because of the trauma. And so it was like, to have that reconnection and that feeling of reconnecting, it was, yeah, powerful. I'm like, okay, my left leg is like screaming. It's like, well, what about me? What <laughs> like dang we should have done the other side <laughs> you out there it's and that's yeah. something too that 
I mean, from what I've noticed, everyone kind of has their own pattern, their own posture, their Mm -hmm. own, you know, and it's common to have one side that's more dominant and, or one side that stores something in it. Like for me, my left side stores some stuff that I'm really working through and just realigning and it's been six years for me and it holds it holds a lot um but it it gets better every time and it is yeah it's powerful it's so powerful to experience we're gonna get you out on the line for sure yes yeah Um, the the little shifts um are can be really big and I think that that's something that our culture misses a lot we don't honor mm-hmm. subtlety. We don't honor mm-hmm. softness. We don't honor mm-hmm. flexibility. It's mm-hmm. like rigidity and power and force. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it's both and. It shouldn't be either or. Like, yes. I, yeah. you know, either or is so polarizing. It's, it's both and. We need uh, the stability yes. and the structure of the spine just as much as we need the fluidity of the system yes. fine to be able to do all of that so yes that you just like really deepened my appreciation for chiropractic and the body mm-hmm. and how all of this works together and it's so yes cool. <laughs> yes it's so fascinating <laughs> you know even like oh go ahead <laughs> so many people I think can, can, um, access this and be, find so much more freedom. And I hope that Mm -hmm. by us talking about it, that's going to really happen. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think it's, yeah, just attuning to like, where is your system at? And I think sometimes again, like we just need guides. We need someone else to like, guide us along that path to help us understand like okay yeah my system is really on overdrive because again when you get into those patterns it's like oh my gosh like how do I get out of this pattern like I'm I've done all of these different things and so sometimes it just takes different experiences to allow us to wow okay this yeah, this could, you know, do this for me, or um, this can help with, you know, balancing and having that wholeness. Like you said, I don't think it, it isn't this, you know, masculine or feminine, it isn't this rigidity or this flowing, it's finding a balance in this wholeness between both of them and having that within each one of ourselves, like within ourselves. And then as, you know, as a whole too, like finding that, balance between our connection with ourselves and then the connection with each other so um yeah I mean it's it's powerful I mean I think too just like as um as going through a healing journey and like the unraveling I love that word because it really that's like what is pictured in my mind is like these unraveling and different patterns and just having again having that patience that um being okay with like what it is in that moment that present moment and I think the line the slack line really gives that to you so yeah I'm excited to get back on there too (laughs) so much fun um yes can would you mind sharing a little bit about um well I have two questions first would be 
you got into chiropractic through experience because you experienced it. Did you have an understanding going into it of how it worked for you or did you just know that it worked? And then if you wouldn't mind sharing what unraveling means for you or, or maybe what it, mm. you know, what it looked like. And then the third question, yes. which I will, um, we can take these one by one is just, I'm curious about other modalities that you found mm. useful for yourself. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was 16, I was actually diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And so I didn't understand what that really was. And I, again, it's this unraveling process of really understanding what it is. Um, And then knowing that it's not like me, it's just something that I've experienced. So it's like, yeah, this whole process. But when I was 16, I didn't, I didn't know. Um, And the model that I was in, it was taking a medication and that was going to be going on for the rest of my life. Um, And I wasn't having a cycle either. So again, this overdrive of masculine energy, I think a lot of it had to do with um, the fact that I was a gymnast and I was just training very hard. I was going to school. My system was just on overdrive. And so I was just at this point of my body was um, you know, frazzled. It was in this dysfunction phase and the thyroid area was a target for whatever reason, um, winding back and really understanding the human body at a different level. Now I understand that it's, it was, there was multiple systems going on. It wasn't just my thyroid. It was my adrenals. It was, you know, my pituitary gland. It was all of these just really not in alignment anymore, not working together. And so that happened. And then, you know, through sports and such, I got into getting adjusted um, by my chiropractor, who's also my cousin. And I just knew that it was making me feel better. It wasn't allowing, like I wasn't experiencing headaches anymore. So it was more of this alleviation of, you know, these major pains that, you know, I was experiencing because different sports injuries. And so again, there was just a lot going on within this area or the upper part of my body. And then um, through that process, I continued in this overdrive masculine type energy. It was like, go to school, do all this work. And I'm very much an overachiever. I would, I could do it all right now if I wanted to, but again, my system will like collapse me if I do that. And I've learned that, but I, at that time, I didn't know that. And so I got into more of a um, diet and exercise type program. And then I ended up in a car accident, which was really traumatic to me. Um, Now I understand that these really big traumas are like, um, like an alert, like, Hey, like, you know, something's really off. Like we need to like kind of recalibrate. And so I was supposed to study abroad in Australia that summer um, after that car accident, but I ended up not going because of the car accident. And then I ended up going home and reading the chiropractic philosophy books while I was doing different work and such. And so that's really what got me into it. So I was receiving the care, but I really didn't like fully connect with it until I read, you know, what we call as chiropractors, the green books. They're all green and they're written by um, the Palmers who began the chiropractic profession in the U.S. 
And so when I read those, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I haven't like this person's a little like kooky, a little out there, but like what he's saying, I'm like, I understand it. Like I get it. It's like all these Eastern philosophies of like this innate intelligence, like harnessing this life force, all these different things. And I'm like, whoa. And he wrote this in like 1910. Like he was so ahead of his time. And so I'm like, you know, face like completely into these books. Like, I don't know what really chiropractic is now, but like, I'm going to be a chiropractor. And so then I continued along that path. And then um, just through that process, like really starting to understand like the complexity of the human body and then really starting to unravel, you know, my own trauma that has happened, especially with the Hashimoto's, like really starting to understand, wow, like there's so many things that can help me, that can help guide me, that can help assist me into, I don't want to say healing it because I don't feel like there is like an end point. It's more of just allowing my system to be more at ease so I can connect with myself even more. And so like through that process going into like the unraveling question, um, I really see it as like um, kind of going back into the nervous system, like your nervous system houses all of like everything, everything since day one and even prior to birth, like it's housing all these experiences, everything, whether you consciously are aware of it or not. And so I think this unraveling is like bringing this like subconscious or this unconscious thoughts or these patterns to your conscious space so that you're able to maybe not understand it right away, but to really understand like, wow, like this is what I've been living with. This is what I've been carrying. This is what I've been experiencing. This is what has been driving me to make choices, decisions. And so then that unraveling process is like, do I want, do I want to continue with that? Do I want to continue with those patterns? Do I want to continue with that? And so for me, a lot of it, you know, going back to the throat area or tapping into like that Hashimoto's, it's like, wow. I mean, it, it could even go generational, even like lineage of like not speaking our truth, not speaking up or not speaking um, even like yes and no, not, you know, just speaking or expressing has been a huge thing of helping me unravel you know, a lot of, I want to say like junk or like stagnation within that area. Um, and so like this unraveling process is, you know, happening, you know, for me, it's like a focus in that throat area, but also it's happening throughout the whole entire body. Cause again, it's all connected. So it's like taking these subconscious unconscious patterns, being completely present with them. Once they come to the conscious sitting with them, and deciding, okay, how do I want to move forward with them? And again, it's like stepping out of that masculine go, go, go. So you can listen. So you can really hear what your body and your spirit and your mind is trying to tell you and saying, okay, like, how do you want to move forward with this? Like, do you want to make a choice in different ways um, that will help, you know, or I wouldn't, I don't want to say help, but guides you into a path of healing or we can continue with yeah kind of like this chaos of cells like this chaos or this disease or this dysfunction that's happening yeah. um so yeah i mean it's 
it's like this whole process. <laughs> it so beautifully. I know that like I named the podcast and I've been talking about unraveling, but I think you said it better than I have. Oh. <laughs> well, I love, I love the name of it because it's like, I, I seriously feel that so like so deep into my core. Cause that's what it feels like. It's like this I almost picture like DNA. Have you ever seen yeah. the helix of like yeah. DNA? It's like literally taking it, taking the DNA and just like pulling it apart. And then, okay, you choose. How do you want to rewind it? Like, how do you want to like put it back together? Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> As like this. Um, so I sometimes life used to feel like this really itchy sweater to me. Like I felt like I was being oh, yeah. <laughs> clothing that I didn't want to wear and like literally yes. this, this like goes into my childhood I didn't like I didn't like the feel of things on my body and I was like this highly yes. person but like so I had this metaphor for life as like this wool itchy sweater that was too tight that I was supposed yes. to wear to be a certain way and this unraveling yes. was like taking that sweater and just thread by thread yeah it apart letting it dissolve and then I get yeah. to knit whatever I want to wear, you know, like, yes, I, I get to do this. What feels good to me yes. and my body. And, and, yes. that, you know, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will rule our life and we will call it. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Philosophy. And it's just true. It's yes. like, until we bring that up, then we, we don't know that it's there and to bring it up, yes. it, 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 it requires, gosh, um, a desire. And then it requires, yes. <laughs> um, being, being open and willing mm -hmm. and finding, I think guides or someone who's done it mm -hmm. or a book to read, yes. like, you know, you read the green books, you got into it. You were yes. like, Oh, there's this and following those yes. little clues that um that are leading somewhere but we maybe don't know and being open yes it's like 10 years ago when I was exposed to this work and I was just like nope not ready not yeah not ready in a way that I wasn't open even though it was mm. obviously meant for me because I'm doing it now. <laughs> I wasn't ready mm -hmm like accept that that sweater was going to bear me uh, unravel and bear me naked basically yes you know? yes and I wasn't yeah. willing to go to that level of discomfort or uncertainty that you mentioned you bring it up and then you have to be with it yes me, yeah it, I mean I'd be lying if I didn't still struggle with some of those things you know and it's it's yeah. a continuous process like yes. said, healing isn't like, oh, well, stepped on the slack line once, guess I'm good. It's just yes. <laughs> it's this process that for me, the unraveling, um, I've added, I think, do we talk about this? I've added a second side of it. There's the unraveling mm. and the reclaiming. The unraveling yes. and the reclaiming. It's just like everything yes. else. There isn't just this one side. I'm just going to unravel and be this puddle of problems that I don't know yes. how to be with. It's <laughs> overwhelming. I'm so yeah. It's like, yes. there's that. Okay, well, I can yeah. choose to keep being this and keep doing that. I can understand where it's coming from. I don't even need to understand where it's coming from. 
because it yes. ultimately doesn't matter except for me I want to know why everything um, yeah. <laughs> and that's just same nature of, of but I can ultimately choose. I can also choose to not need mm-hmm. to know why I just choose something different, yeah. which is my, that is the gift uh, that I want to give myself. Today's my birthday, by the way. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah. <laughs> How did I not know about that? <laughs> I, didn't say. I feel like we should sing you happy birthday. <laughs> like, happy birthday to you happy birthday to you <laughs> oh my gosh happy birthday thank you, thank you. yeah I scheduled this because I love Thursdays um there's yeah. my creative day my get things done day I tend to feel really good yes. on Thursdays which I've started yeah. recently and uh-huh. Thursdays are Jupiter days Jupiter uh-huh. like the planet and the god of creativity um and i've been pulling this card lately fortune which is like ruled by jupiter or something oh my gosh (laughs) and this is something that i want we're going somewhere with this um yes (laughs) the power of the subconscious and the power of being tuned in, being in an open enough state where we can see something like this that speaks mm. in symbols that have meaning that relates to something greater than just the knowledge that we have as individuals, but have a meaning yes. in this collective. And that yes. when we can tap into that and start to see the patterns and are willing to look mm-hmm. at the patterns and and in some ways remove the emotional charges that might be there with the patterns mm-hmm. you're know, getting a degree in Chinese studies instead of ultimately going to school and be a doctor I could be like man I ended up mm-hmm. as a failure didn't get my doctorate never studied medicine to save lives and such a failure mm-hmm. I got this degree in Chinese studies that I never did anything with <laughs> so I can tell that story or I can say, uh-huh. I realized that it's something intuitively realized that pursuing a medical medical degree wouldn't have been right for me. And I made choices mm-hmm. to move into other things that exposed me to new ideas that led me to this Chinese studies degree that I did not mm-hmm. understand at the time, but it led me to my healing and mm-hmm. it allowed me to open to these other experiences and now I'm creating a healing that ha- wasn't there in the world before. I may as well have decided yes. how to it. You know, is it? Yes. <laughs> and I can then like look at these cards and see like, what does this possibility hold? Where, where have I seen this before? How can I connect other mm-hmm. dots in a way that allows me to tap into the power of this nervous system that I have yes really be alive yes yeah it's like it's so, it's so I mean I again I I do a lot of things based off of like synchronicity so like when things it's like almost like how does it like how does it interact with my nervous system 
Um, really like feeling into that. Like, am I feeling super overwhelmed? Okay. Then maybe like take a step back. Like maybe that's just not for me yet, or maybe I'm doing too much or like, yeah, these symbols. Um, I love like tarot cards and Oracle cards. It's like my jam. (laughs) I love using it and I'm hoping to like use it with patients somehow if they're open and receptive to it. Yeah. And I just thought I see a workshop with tarot in the stock line. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. That'd be amazing. Um, But again, there's, there's so many ways that the universe speaks to us and however we want to like conceptualize what the universe is to us or um, a higher source or um, whether it's external or internal. Um, But I really even utilize like, you know, creativity and like Jupiter and all of that, the way that you're even bringing this up, I actually have a friend that's giving me a bunch of information because I'm like, I feel like my nervous system is very attuned and I can really feel when planets are shifting. And it's something that I never really knew about until I started asking. And I'm like, whoa, like, I'm not the only one that is experiencing this. Mm -hmm. And so again, to like, have that a part of our experience is super powerful. And again, it's, yeah, all processed through our nervous system. So if we're able to be open and receptive and then adapting to internal and external, you know, stressors, then we're able to see all these subtle, you know, signs or symbols that happen throughout, you know, our day or throughout our months or years or, and we're like, wow. Okay. Cause again, the way I view life too, it's more of like, this is like more of a philosophical, but it's really is all these different patterns. You know, I think, you know, the unraveling and then reclaiming it's like unraveling these patterns to reclaim a different pattern. And so too, with like the universe and these symbols, it's like these patterns that happen and, Something that's been really um, that I've been wanting to do more of is create. So I love that you're bringing that up and we're doing this and it's your birthday. I mean, I feel so honored. That's amazing. This is like making my birthday too. I'm so like, I'm so glad that we're doing this. I I scheduled it and Graham, um, my partner was like, well, like, do you want to do this night birthday? Do you want to take the day off? And I thought about it and I was like, no, like I want to do this. Like, this isn't something I have to do. This is something I want to do. It's very much a part of who I am. And it was so hard to embrace that. I was so afraid for most of my life of putting myself out there in the world of sharing Mm. my story I wanted to start yes. a podcast and share my journey since 2015. I didn't do it until mm. 2018. I've been inconsistent yes. with it, but I'm reframing mm. that story too, that it's not that I was inconsistent with it. I was titrating my experience. I did mm. as much as I could and let myself experience that. And sometimes then I needed to come back and recount and come back and I get to decide what's right I don't have to do this I don't my expression is not bound by anyone else's expectation big yes Um, yes and that I get to create in every moment and that is what I want for my life you know looking at Mm -hmm. reality oh it's something that I'm still um unraveling and that yeah I wish I could say that like I'm not 
fearful at all of death that I've accepted it. And mm-hmm. that's, I don't know, with my dad passing last month, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I know I have a deep experience of the fragility of life. And so like, I want to create, I want to be mm-hmm. who I am. And my creativity yes. really is who I am. If I'm not expressing yes. or creating and I'm just, what am I doing? I'm just surviving. I'm just, yes. you know, for me, yes. that, that's, my yes. that's my experience. I don't want to say that's true yes. for anyone else, but um, yeah, ex- expressing and connecting and because I think that creation is, is not singular often. It mm. is something that it's, it's always a co-creation, whether it's a co-creation between me and source or whatever you want to call it and or me mm-hmm. and, you know, that comes through me mm-hmm. or it's a creation mm-hmm. me and you or me and someone mm-hmm. else that is just it's why we're here I think yes why, yeah it's why we're all here yes. and there is um so much that uh goes into coming to a place where we can step into that full expression Mm -hmm. and safety, a certain level of safety in the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And not feeling, that doesn't mean feeling safe all the time. I think it goes back to that trust, that inner trust and knowing Mm -hmm. that I can find safety in me Mm-hmm. I feel like this is tying back into, you know, what you spoke about, about going to that, um, that class, that aerial class, mm-hmm. and that safety, and mm-hmm. then, and being open enough to even that experience of trying to find it, that then yes. led you to meeting Adrian, meeting me, having the Slackline yes. experience, coming and doing this podcast, and yes. <laughs> excited about it to express and you express yourself so beautifully (laughs) thank you yeah and I mean what you're saying is very in sync again like so many even this is so synchronistic for me because a lot of it um yeah it's almost like I've been holding myself back of you know and then having these thoughts of the story that you play and it's like, oh my gosh, no, like, I just want to be who I am. I just want to express. I, I want to create. That's, that's like where I really can thrive. And so this is such, again, I'm so honored that it's your birthday and I'm honored to be on here, but I'm honored to be able to express, to allow, because this is just another part of my healing journey. And that's the way I look at it is really allowing that unraveling to happen because I'm able to do this expression, I can actually be myself. And I can have a conversation and connect and do this in fluidity and not have such of that rigidity happening. And I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm very, very grateful. (laughs) Me too. This is um, from, from where I am in like, doing these podcasts, I'm I had this idea to do it for years. Now I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, who's going to want to come on and talk to me? You know, that was, <laughs> I, I, well, 
the, yes. people, the people come and the right people come when yes. I decide to do it. And so there's that choice yes. of deciding to do it and deciding to be yeah. open to it. You've decided I want to express and you're going to come on here and express. And like now you the all the things are coming. Um, I feel like it unlocks potential, you know, like yes. this unlocks so much potential. Um, yes. And there are a couple of things that have come up that I want to talk about the energy you know we've talked about the state of the nervous system the overdrive mm -hmm. the parasympathetic if someone's frazzled or how does this thing feel to my nervous system um i think that there was a time when i would not have understood that language or understood mm -hmm. what it meant um mm -hmm. so can we kind of talk about what that means from like a like a personal experience and then what's like actually mm -hmm. like happening in the system and how that mm -hmm. relates maybe to what we speak about when we talk about the vibes you know yes like energy yeah 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 um so from a personal kind of relating to like your story or what um you spoke about like numbing um I feel like the past 10 years have been so much on my nervous system like my nervous system processed so much that it was just it got to the point where it was just at a numb phase where it just didn't know how to feel anything because it was on such an overdrive so the way sorry yeah go ahead that, that is um protective I definitely think some of it was some of it was like this protection of like, I don't really want to feel, yeah. I don't know how to feel like, how do I, I do I don't want to feel the bad perception of bad. I don't want to feel the pain. Um, therefore I don't also want, I'm not going to feel the good either or the perception of good. So I'm like, neither of them. So I'm numb. <laughs> so it's like almost like you just shut out all of it. And again, I think through like the unraveling, it's like allowing all of that to come in at the perfect timing, allowing your body and your mind to like present all of these um, emotions or feelings at the perfect timing. And so again, like the nervous system, it's more of like, a, for me, it was like this numb until I really got out of school and then I was like still numbing myself. And then really it was this pandemic where I'm like, okay, I need Like what, like, what have I been doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I've been doing so much like, okay, now how do I be like, how, how, how do I actually rest? How do I, how do I flow? How do I allow that to just, how does life, just happen and so again through this pandemic it's been this like balance of like okay I need to do things but I also need to allow my body to rest and I need to communicate that to people I need to express that and so again I think like when we numb ourselves and that you can numb yourself through multiple different avenues I mean you can do it through exercise food drugs alcohol um, and anything that really is just going to overstimulate you to the point where you just don't feel anything. And so for me, it's like 
okay, let's stop overstimulating. Let's feel and let's understand or maybe not understand what's going on and like, how do I want to move forward? Mm-hmm. Um, what was the second question? <laughs> I'm curious what the feeling, you know, we talk about vibes you talk about like mm. coming, not really yes. feeling anything, kind of shutting down. Then we can, mm-hmm. we can be frazzled and mm-hmm. like, what is that? And what's happening like in the nervous system when those things come up and then what does, what does flow like mm-hmm. maybe like, how would we describe that with words for like the energy of the state? Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Like I have so some ideas that I'm curious what you think. Maybe I should yes. my ideas first and see. What- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's like jumping into like the subtle body too, like tapping into like everything is energy. Yeah. So everything should be moving. Yeah. Um, everything should be flowing. So when we're in this frazzled rigidity um, type of state, there's no flow. There's no, there's no life force moving. The energy becomes stagnant. We start to carry things in different ways. We start to carry our body in different ways. Our mind starts to perceive things in different ways, or maybe just not how we would want them to be. Cause it's in this again, very sympathetic, rigid state. Um, and so with the subtle energy, it's like allowing, like understanding that everything is energy. Everything should be moving all the time that taps into, well, emotions, you know, are a part of life as well. Pain is a part of life, experiencing joy, happiness, grief, sadness, sorrow, like all of it is a part of it. It's it's just this flow of going in and out of these different states and being able to adapt to um, them and not allowing ourselves to wallow in them. Because that was a big thing for me was just like, sitting in it for in my my perception was like sitting in some emotions for too long and it's like whoa okay now this is like overtaking me right and how do I like how do I again how do I adapt to these different energies these different emotions these different thoughts these different experiences mm-hmm. so I don't know if that really yeah answer <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I like to use my hands a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's important. I think that's, it is the expression in our our hands. Mm -hmm. I love this. Um, Part of Smart Body, Smart Mind that I did was um, these like movement exercises with um, this guy, Ilya Marak, and he teaches Mm. always He focuses on the hands and how they are like our avenue of creation you know we write with it we gesture with them we hold people with them build with them with whatever we're creating we interface with you know these devices with them they are like so potent and actually in my experiencing work hands often end up being a focus um Mm -hmm. my hands and I don't even uh consciously know it communicates something about what the emotion behind what's happening mm-hmm. might be that unconscious thing so hands are mm-hmm. still, i think gesturing is yes. natural, uh, yes. a natural part of expression to not gesture is to hold back in some ways yes um, yeah 
little bit of a tangent there, but um, with the energy, I feel like, I guess it is tapping into the subtle body. When something rings pretty true for me or is telling me something, I feel like chills. I feel like something. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like this energy that washes over me that isn't like it's not fear it's not mm-hmm. calm but it's like mm-hmm. like pay attention oh there's something mm-hmm. there you know something mm-hmm. to look for and then when I'm in like an anxious state it's like there's this energy that's there that I don't know how to direct that I don't understand what's mm. happening so it's very like you need even anxious mm-hmm person there's I don't know what to do with it I don't know where to go I don't know how to focus mm-hmm. it's like the water mm-hmm. of a river coming through and mm-hmm. having not having good direction which I think of as yes. that flow that, yes. you know, that system doesn't know how to create the flow my awareness yes. can't create the flow and then yes. the numbing I feel like there's just this there's no space to feel I keep it so Mm. space to feel and so Mm -hmm. there's just I'm just shutting it out shutting it out which ends up being like sitting in it or carrying it or Mm -hmm. with some kind of substance or something else to take the focus away so I'm turning away so there's Mm -hmm. like just this almost like a flatness Mm-hmm. Numbing. Mm-hmm. flatness of not feeling the life force so I think yes. even you know when we talk about then vibrations and people say well you're low vibe or you're high vibe there's like this mm-hmm. scale of like I don't know if it's maybe like the output of our system that is the mm-hmm. vibe that, that we kind of talk about because if you're low mm-hmm. vibe it's like you know like low vibe, mm-hmm. a lot coming mm-hmm. out. High vibe can be both like excitement, even or fear. They're like the same, but mm-hmm. they just manifest a little differently, right? Or they can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking out loud with this. Does it like jive? Do you see? Yeah, yes, yeah. And I think too, like with the unraveling or healing process for myself, it's like, feeling into that vibration so even like with you watching your body posture and again like I'm I'm very much like utilizing body and understanding that has been really key to like my healing process so even for me when I when I when I'm not sure if I'm in like more of a lower vibration state because I'm still like unraveling and trying to you know uncover all these things I'm like Okay, what does my posture look like? Am I super hunched forward? Because that is that is a lower vibration. Um, And if you look at human, like the evolution of humans in the posture, we have become more upright. And so the more upright you are, you know, that you're able to carry yourself different, you're perceiving the world differently. Um, And I think too, it's maybe for me, it's like, I think there's definitely different emotions, but I think even high vibrational doesn't necessarily have to be like an excitement. Like you have to be super amped up about something. It's more of just, you're able to process everything. Like you're 
I, I almost envision it being more at a peaceful state yeah. where you're just like, you're so like, there could be so much chaos going on around you, but it's ultimately just like not affecting you. Like it's not, it's not like this, you're not like reacting. You're just like seeing it for what it is. Like you're completely present with the moment. Equanimity. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Equanimity. <laughs> I was, um, I, I've had a series of three acupuncturists who like changed my life and, mm. and they all just kind of had their own natural flow. Like I, I yeah. fell into one because my first acupuncturist got pregnant, ended up like sticking with oh. him and he sold his practice, had this other really intuitive one who then wasn't mm-hmm. practicing when you see him. Now I'm seeing another one and they've just like this, that third, that second one was like, equanimity equanimity he also predicted like my cancer it's kind of crazy but equanimity tell me about this and I didn't understand it and that's what I'm hearing is that and what I feel is that equanimity is really the goal that being able to be present to be like there's this extreme there's that extreme and then there's like the middle way and the equanimity being able to respond and maintain a center, which is really this card fortune that I've been pulling is all mm. about the center, um, yes. being living in that equanimity, despite the fact that mm. things are always going to change around us. And something mm-hmm. as I entered into this world of spirituality and, you know, self-growth mm-hmm. and awareness and expanding consciousness that's so mm-hmm. alive here in Southern California and yes we're both from the Midwest right I'm from Ohio and you're yes from Iowa Iowa yes <laughs> I was like I'm not gonna mess this up like people do for me and say the wrong state I know yeah <laughs> um uh-huh. so there's this focus on high vibe high vibe high vibes only, yes. good vibes only and yeah. it's think that it's like you said that's not necessarily the the goal or the best yes you know, it's yeah. nice to enjoy and excitement but it's also yeah. we also need to be in sadness and grief and the goal yeah. is to be able to take them in and let them go and to you know let the system be resilient between mm-hmm. the goals and to try and come back to center and we're also yes. aren't at center all the time. We're not going to feel yes. this isn't the goal. It, the goal is flow. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Allowing it to just flow in between and just like being, you know, at ease with all, all of it, the whole spectrum, <laughs> you know, and that's, yeah, it's almost like, again, I just like picture you and then hopefully picturing me um, at some point, like on the slack line, like, where you're, you're just such at a like calm state, but you're able to like flow with it. And like, I just envision like your, your focus is so direct. It's so in one line, but there's just, so, there's so much going on around you so you can flow with it, but you're still walking such a tight and you're walking on the line. Like you're walking very, very one step forward. And it's just like that. Yeah. Allowing allowing all of it to happen at one time where it's almost like you can just have nothing happening you're just flowing with it (laughs) yeah it's you explained that so well and that you said 
there's so much happening and there's so much awareness. There's so much going on outside, Mm -hmm. you know, like we Mm -hmm. practice um, where there are cars that can drive by. Uh, there's there are yes. things going on inside there's stuff going on outside we're paying attention to everything our fingertips the top of the crown of our head yes. the breath the feet yes. how it's all connected and just being able yes. to take it in and like let it come yeah. in and let the body and the brain yes. guide getting out yes. of the, the the very ego mental state yeah where but we're also able to like relax the awareness. Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a, again, it's like a different state. I think like, that's like, that's the thing, like with meditation, like for any of these like parasympathetic meditation, um, higher consciousness, like higher vibrational, like you're really just entering into a different state, like your whole entire system is in a different state. So like even with meditation, it's like focusing on the brain, calming brain. Well, the whole entire system responds to that. And so it's really, you're entering into a new state. And sometimes like for me, the slacklining, it's like, I've experienced that state before, but before has been many, many, many years ago. So it's like my system like needed like a kind of like a wake up call, like, Hey, it's still there. Like it's, it's still in there. It's just connecting with it again. And so, and then sometimes these states are going into, you know, a different state that we've never felt. And then that's where we can start evolving and growing and expanding. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's all so fascinating to me. <laughs> and just the way it's, it's so connected. So yes. good. we can talk about, the spine and our structure and, and fluidity and then we can go to like the esoteric and speak yes. about like energy and understand yes. that, that energy that like kind of gets a bad rap in some ways mm-hmm. for very I think science-minded that there's actually mm-hmm. science behind it behind how yes. it's perceived and that the words and our language really matter and have an effect and when we think about yes you know when we become conscious of phrases that permeate our language, like bearing the weight of the world on your shoulders or my stomach was in mm. knots or mm. oh, what's got like your panties in a bunch, you know, or there's a frog mm-hmm. in your throat. All of those mm-hmm. things talk about an emotion connected with a body area and mm-hmm. that's powerful. You know, you yes. photos and realize you weren't expressing. And yes, something that I noticed with a lot of, uh, with myself and with the, oh, were you there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it switched away for a second. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I know my little battery thing popped up. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll wrap up soon. But um, the connection... Where was I going with that? I may have lost my, what was I saying? Kind of like the phrases and the languages and the expression. And mm-hmm. um, they, 
they matter and if we pay attention yes. we can see something or we experience a, a, a symptom of disease in a certain area of the body and what it correlates to and it's not always true for everyone or everything because we're mm-hmm. all different our nervous systems were mm-hmm. set differently from the moment of conception and mm-hmm. before which is like we could probably talk on that mm-hmm. for hours um, yes <laughs> and that the the connection uh the throat and the sacral chakra I like Mm -hmm. I think in terms of chakras for a lot of things are so connected and when you have your sort of breakthrough on the line and you pair that I love myself Mm -hmm. with the posture everything Mm -hmm. connected and your pelvis shifted that that like from the desire to the confidence to the heart to the voice bringing it to life like yes yeah potent yes yeah and I think it's so fascinating because like the sacral chakra deals with creativity and then like self-expression and that's like what I feel like has been shut off for a while and now I'm like at this phase of like creating and like self-expression and like what an amazing opportunity with this podcast. Cause I think too, like, even like use your words, use your words. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like using, you know, expressing myself with my words, like how, how do I do that? Like, and then understanding that, you know, the vibration of the words that I'm using and how I'm, you know, the words that come out and then, you know, what's inside, you know, with my head as well. Like they really do form everything around us. And so it's been such a interesting experience to really, yeah, unravel, you know, all of these different things. <laughs> Again, I love that word. I, it's it's great. Works. I gotta give Brene Brown yeah. credit because I kind of borrowed it from her. She was the inspiration <laughs> moment when you decide, no, I'm not going to be this person that the rest of the world thinks mm-hmm. I'm going to be. Um, I'm going to go and, and figure myself out and know that there's something yeah. in it's meant to come out and I've got to dig beneath these shoulds and and it's it's not it's such a rewarding journey it's been such a rewarding journey for me I can't speak for anyone else but I Mm -hmm. it's also not always easy and Mm -hmm. like right now I'm going through some stuff with family where like we just kind of had to say okay you you do you I do me Mm -hmm. and it's really hurtful it's really Mm -hmm. hard but the, it, it's that choice and the, the mm-hmm. framing of, yeah, maybe I don't have that right now. Maybe I'm not having these relationships mm-hmm. that I would really want, but mm-hmm. I have other relationships. I can choose now. I don't have to choose anyone else's life path, anyone else's yes. ways. I can choose to see family in other ways, to make connections with friends, to really deepen yes. and allow my aliveness to come through yes. intentional relationships. Yes. And that's a part of the unraveling, that it's the reality yes. that, um, yeah. and this goes into something that I'm really, I feel strongly about is that, um, and I, I just got words really for this, succinctly from a meditation group for artists that I'm a part of and I don't even consider myself an artist but death is a prerequisite Mm -hmm. for life we death keeps us alive in in many ways Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not just like our physical death, but the death of old ways, the death of old relationships yes. and thought patterns, and then yes. the willingness to see the new. So yes. that's like a really long-winded way to saying that I really appreciate you. Um, <laughs> yes, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that these opportunities and relationships are available to both of us and to all of us and yes. anyone who chooses and, and commits to it. Um, and commitment yes. I think, is a big piece of the slack line. I don't know if you experienced that or if you've linked it to your experience with the line. But for me that, oh, I really have to decide that I'm going to commit if this is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, for, I mean, for me just standing up, it was like, okay, well you're here. You can be present. You can choose. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to commit to this? Are you going to commit to, working through this and doing it how you know that you can do it or yeah are you going to kind of fall away from it and it's again like all of what you're saying is so synchronicity like to what I'm experiencing like what I'm going through like um yeah there's just so there's there's so much but at the same time there's not I mean it truly just comes down to these connections these relationships and um understanding that like like with death I just picture like you know we have a process called apoptosis within the body which is cellular death that happens all the time it has it actually has to happen otherwise I mean you would yes you're going to have dysfunction so like you know again all of these is just like a part of a part of life and it's really you know finding and walking that line like how I love <laughs> I love that you're a slack line enthusiast and guru and coach and because <laughs> it just goes so hand in hand with you know life in general so yeah it's a pretty cool philosophy there's a lot to it and also not like you said I that was yeah. like you said that I was like whoo chills yeah <laughs> complicated and it's not it's yeah. both and yes. both and um yeah gosh we've almost been talking for two hours which I know I love it <laughs> happen um yeah. I usually kind of like I can't, two hours is like my limit for sitting though <laughs> yes oh yeah let's <laughs> find it down and um I just we'll talk off 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 camera for some things because I think we need to I want to collaborate and both get you back up on the cycling for your experience but also to bring your knowledge into the experience um for other people as like a a co-creator of yes I would love that because I'm a firm believer that we you know like I'm still a student of the slack line like I'm not some Mm -hmm. I appreciate your guru status like (laughs) sticker (laughs) I feel like I'm as much learning as I am teaching um and Mm -hmm. that's that's really important that's something that I want to maintain for myself like as long as I'm alive I feel like I want to always be a student I will never know it all um so big things there but 
hopefully um, uh, we have had a conversation that other people uh, will yes. if they want to experience chiropractic with you how do they find you what's what's up um yes yeah yeah best way would, right now would be instagram i'm in the process of designing my website so i'm hoping that will be up um but instagram would be the best way or my email um i do have a number as well but i would rather communicate via email <laughs> at drlianahunt.com yes yeah. correct okay. yep. and I'll, I'll i'll put this stuff in the notes and and whatnot yeah, but, yeah. Um, because it's i think that you offer some really powerful healing like i i know yeah. that i haven't experienced it myself yet yes. <laughs> um, but that will happen um mm-hmm. And no, thanks. Thank you for being here. Is there anything else that you want to say? Um, I know I have like other things I wanted to get into like your big vision and all of that, mm. but I think we'll do yeah. podcast round round two and let this one like sink in and simmer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what's that one else that you want to say or ask me mm. or just anything that feels incomplete. I want to invite I think like when you said, you know, you had this idea three years ago. Um, I think for me, like I have many different ideas that I know I could implement right now. What, what advice would you have for me or anyone that's listening that they're like, oh, I have this idea, you know, this could help with my healing process or it could help with, you know, growing whatever they're trying to grow. Um, what would be like your one advice? to implementing oh I okay I saw your picture come up it's like no picture (laughs) follow your impulse um and and it just has to be little it's one step at a time Mm. it's like walking the slack Mm. line on the slack line we pick our drifty point we, we find that place that we're focusing on that we know we want to go the heads up we're aware of what's coming in and the opportunities mm. available and we're aware of those opportunities that are available because there's a vision and an endpoint in mind but we know that mm. the end point we don't get there in a step mm. um, that mm-hmm. we just have to it's it happens through the journey it happened mm. the big creation happens through the journey all the rewards the excitement the feelings mm. that we want actually come to us through the journey not by just getting to that point you know if, mm. if that yes. if that was the case we would we could just be like okay well I could start walking here or I could just go here and step up but it's not it doesn't give us what yes. we want what we want yes. is actually uh will be fulfilled through the the journey and Mm. I that was a struggle for me and like I want this podcast and I just want to have it but I didn't want to face the things well I shouldn't say I didn't want to but I neglected to realize that along the way in just doing it and letting it be imperfect and just expressing that it Mm. would become itself and what it was meant Mm. to not what someone else wanted it to be. Um, 
So that would be my advice. And then I heard um, Matthew McConaughey uh, was on Tim Ferriss's podcast recently. Highly recommend. And he talked about when he finally had a, like a housekeeper and the housekeeper was like, do you want me to press your jeans? And he was like, yeah, because he'd never had his jeans pressed. (laughs) Told a friend, he was like, I guess that's nice if you like press jeans. And he was Mm -hmm. like, oh. And so I know for myself, I've had like ideas along the way and or opportunities along the way or, oh, you could do it this way and I could show you. And Mm -hmm. like, well, but is that what I really want? You know, Mm -hmm. what is it that I really want? Do I just want a podcast? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I could have a podcast talking about, you know, I don't know, paper and pens, but like, what is it that I really want want? from it? Yes. Yes. Um, Getting in touch with that. Once I did that and understanding that it's just expression, it opened up so much. Uh, it mm. on what it was meant to be so yes you know, got, got kind of two takes on it and I hope that that yeah. is valuable yes yeah yes totally I mean that's again do 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 accomplish you know set goal accomplish it more of like okay just allowing it allowing it to be allowing it to be in that present moment and really attuning to you know, connecting with myself, connecting with, you know, the highest vibrational of myself and, you know, what, what is it? What's really going to propel me forward in the ways that I want? So like having that choice. So yeah, I love it. (laughs) Knowing that it's that and the action, you know, it's like Mm. slack line in one, on one foot. And then when it's time to take a step, you know, it's not like comfortable, yes. like it's not certain, it's not guaranteed. You still feel like you might fall backwards or forward, but there's enough yes. commands in the center and then like understanding what's happening to be able to like move through it, plant that foot and do the next thing. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, happy birthday again. and. Um, I'm very honored to be a part of this and I yeah I'm excited to see like where we can co-create in the future and again this this is just a part of my healing journey too learning how to express with my words and really harnessing the potential and powerfulness that they have so thank you thank you Thank you so much for for doing it. I don't, I mean, like, I'll probably think of a million things I want to say when we end this call. (laughs) It was just like, it feels like not enough um, to capture how good I feel, how excited I am, how Mm. grateful and, and, I don't know. The words, the words are gone. Sometimes I don't, (laughs) Um, I'm an over explainer, verbal processor, which is why this Mm. I think is beautiful and being okay with that too is a part of the process for me realizing I'm not always going to communicate myself perfectly, but doing Mm. the best I can. And I appreciate people who, um, hold 
the space for relationship for that and reflect and you just express so beautifully I appreciate thank you okay all right I'm not gonna get all like worked up Um, (laughs) we'll talk again soon and I hope you have a beautiful day right yes you as well enjoy enjoy your special day (laughs) I'm gonna go vision board I think I'm gonna yeah I've got this RV which I don't know if I've told you my RV plan or yeah Um, Uh I'm still not really sure if I'm going to keep it long term but for now I think I'm gonna load it up with my magazines and my vision board and go down and like really focus on what I want to create which is kind of challenge for me uh, to get into mm. desire, real desire, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from someone who was in a functional freeze. So I was not only in that overdrive symp- sympathetic, but I was frozen mm-hmm. underneath. So mm-hmm. finding that out and knowing what I really want is part of my unraveling mm-hmm. now. And yeah, seeing that I can have that. Yes. Like, I'm making it right yes. now. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. On my birthday. <laughs> yes, heck yes. <laughs> All right, for, for real, we could keep talking. Um, lots of love to you. Have a beautiful. Yes, day. you as well. Yes. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>